The Lord be with you. A reading from the Holy Gospel according to John. Jesus said to his disciples, Do not let your hearts be troubled. You have faith in God, have faith also in me. In my Father's house there are many dwelling places. If there were not, but I have told you that I am going to prepare a place for you. And if I go and prepare a place for you, I will come back again and take you to myself, so that where I am, you also may be. Where I am going, you know the way. Thomas said to him, Master, we do not know where you are going. How can we know the way? Jesus said to him, I am the way and the truth and the life. No one comes to the Father except through me. If you know me, then you will also know my Father. From now on, you do know him and have seen him. Philip said to him, Master, show us the Father, and that will be enough for us. Jesus said to him, Have I been with you for so long a time, and you still do not know me, Philip? Whoever has seen me has seen the Father. How can you say, Show us the Father? Do you not believe that I am in the Father, and the Father is in me? The words that I speak to you I do not speak on my own. The Father who dwells in me is doing his works. Believe me that I am in the Father, and the Father is in me, or else believe because of the works themselves. Amen, amen, I say to you, whoever believes in me will do the works that I do, and will do greater ones than these, because I am going to the Father. The Gospel of the Lord. Love desires to reveal itself. That's the nature of love. It wants to give itself. It wants the beloved to know and wants to know the beloved. Our Lord has been revealing himself to his disciples for some time. And they still don't seem to know him. They don't understand why he's come, what he has come to do. They don't really know him. In a sense, you can't blame them. But in today's gospel, our Lord will speak to them about who he is. This is the Last Supper. He's about to leave them, about to go to his death. They don't understand that either. He's going to prepare a place for them and then come back and take them also. The place he's going to prepare is his church. He says, where I'm going, you know the way. And Thomas says, we do not know where you are going. How can we know the way? Thomas, always Thomas. If he's frustrated, if he's confused, he lets you know it, as we have seen more than once. Our Lord then gives him a very direct answer. The way, the truth, and the life, 
or not a book, although books may tell us about it. They are a person. He is that person. They are embodied in him. I am the way. I am the truth. I am the life. No one comes to the Father except through me. That's the revelation of himself. But Philip doesn't understand, and the rest don't either. Notice what he says. Master, show us the Father, and that will be enough for us. Imagine. Enough. We couldn't bear uh, the gaze. Our Lord then, seemingly somewhat exasperated with Philip, says, Have I been with you for so long a time, and you still do not know me, Philip? Whoever has seen me has seen the Father. Well, you and I have also. We haven't just heard about him. We see him. We touch him. And if we are prepared, we receive him. The way the truth and the life hasn't left, it remains once again. The Eucharist is the way, the truth and the life, because it is him. It is he. He has remained with us. He is still here. We then can gaze upon him and be part of him. And seeing him we see the Father. That's why we are here. That's why we so desperately want to be part of this celebration. Because that uniqueness of God that wants to reveal itself in love reveals itself in love here as it does nowhere else. This is where the Lord comes. This is where we know him. This is where intimacy develops. This is where friendship is deepened. I'm ending my homily now because I have an announcement to make. It's been a difficult year in the diocese uh, for personnel, for planning, for parishes coming open, large parishes with schools, and of course, when that happens, the domino effect clicks in. Um, And so many priests in the process have to be transferred. Uh, I am one of them. I have been notified, and I accept um, gratefully another assignment. Uh, because, as it turns out, the people coming here must come here, and therefore I must go to another parish. I have been transferred to St. Luke's. I'll be going there at the end of June. Um, The legionaries of Christ uh, will be coming here, and Father Peter Devereaux, who many of you know, will be the new pastor. I'm very happy about this, I've gotten to know them over the last year. We've become good friends. And if I must go, and St. Luke's is a wonderful parish, I'm very happy to leave it in the competent hands of Father Peter Devereaux and those who will be here with him. It's never easy to leave, particularly a place such as St. Joseph's, where you make so many friends. It's a different place. We all know that, don't we? Of course we know it. Um, There's a special beauty about it, a special family relationship. But things do change, and we have to move on. So, um, they will still be with you until the end of June. Uh, But you notice how our lives move on? Parishes do too. We can never remain the same for very long. There's always some new challenge, uh, some new call, some new apostolate, and the church must meet those occasions. So, we will have some time together. And after all, as I said to one person the other day, I'm not going to Egypt. I'm just going to North Raleigh. And uh, 
As I said, we will have time to talk about this before I leave. Let us pray. Almighty Father, we come before you rejoicing in the resurrection of your Son and trusting in your love and mercy. For the Church throughout the world, her members will always be visible signs of the resurrection, visible signs of the presence of Jesus Christ. We pray to the Lord. For all nations of the world, that they will accept the message that comes to them through the apostles. We pray to the Lord. For all those who are sick and suffering and dying, that in their suffering they may be visible signs of the resurrection and the healing power of God. For those who are greatly tempted, for those who have lost or rejected faith, we pray to the Lord. For a greater respect for human life, especially life in the womb, we pray to the Lord. For an increase in vocations to priesthood and the consecrated life, those young men and women who will proclaim Jesus Christ in a unique way, for a greater reverence for the proclamation of the gospel in marriage and the single life, we pray to the Lord. For our bishop, priests, deacons, and seminarians, and for the American hierarchy, having spent time in the presence of the Eucharistic Lord, they may then proclaim the way, the truth, and the life. We pray to the Lord. Lord for the souls of all the faithful departed, especially our relatives, friends, and benefactors, for all who have died in the battlefield, all victims of violence, terrorism, and natural disaster, especially for our mothers who have died, the eternal rest grant unto them, O Lord. May they rest in peace. May their souls and the souls of all the faithful departed. And for all of our mothers, that we may realize their love, that they may be strengthened in their love, that they may be courageous in their vocation, especially for those remembered on our altar today. We pray to the Lord. Lord, For an end to this virus, for those who are suffering from it, for their healing, for our protection and preservation, we pray to the Lord. Lord, For all of us here, we may be visible signs of the way, the truth, and the life through the Eucharist we receive. We pray to the Lord. We now will proclaim the victory of the risen Lord as we sing the Christus Vincit. (laughs) 